Yes. We're doing a show. Oh, I was making notes to try in an attempt to have our first ever semi-professional podcast. <laughs> Finally. Me in classic Jackie and Lori style. And it won't be in that. classic Jackie and Lori style, I have so many things to talk about. Yes. I'm on the road. Six shows. Maria Bamford, Chicago, Illinois. Oh, my God. The gosh. Den Theater. Wow. I got a, I got a, a hoodie and, uh, and a hat. And, oh, I um, love a hoodie. Did they give it to you or did you have to pay for it? They gave it to me because uh, they were going to give me a T-shirt. And I was like, I'll, I'll pay the difference. I don't want a T-shirt. I want a hoodie. Oh, me. And, um, yeah. So, um, there, and it's a gorgeous space. It's so beautiful. Is it an I'm saying we're, next April, we're at Lincoln Lodge, uh, do, which is also a good looking space. Right. But uh, I'm willing to stagger, quite honestly. Uh, and they're both on Milwaukee Avenue. Uh, up and down. In sort of the, <laughs> is, that a, is that a loving tribute to you, Jackie? Because it's on Milwaukee Avenue. Sure, I was I was once ignored for for almost three years on Milwaukee Avenue in South Milwaukee <laughs> when I was just a baby. But you were just um, left there. Oh yeah, yeah. There wasn't okay. a lot of attention. Me, I remember I'm the youngest of six. Who cares? Uh, there are very <laughs> few photos. Uh, Darla and Phil gave it a shot. Um, you know, but, my sister says. Actually, she says the same thing. They took a ton of pictures of me, and then they felt that 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 sufficed because <laughs> I mean, my sister and I look alike. So. <laughs> she's not wrong uh that everyone gets bored are you kidding um yeah. i'm sure i'm sure augie doesn't have any pictures of timothy so um because he's got three kids now mm-hmm. but um yeah so the shows the 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 building is like a historical landmark and they've they've got five different rooms in it one seats 350 one seats 100 one seats 70 one seats 50 and the main and there's a bar it's many, gorgeous. So they doing shows all the time and, and, and all different yeah. kinds, I'm guessing, music. Comedy. Yeah, this is only the second week that they're open from lockdown. Oh. Or third oh. week, maybe. And um, sellouts. Did you guys sell out your shows? I think she's been uh, They're They're all full. A couple of them might have sold out, but I think there were some no shows. Yeah, that's happening uh, as everywhere. Been noted before, that's happening all over the place. Yeah, and uh, but the audiences are amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, she didn't bring any merch. I have sold absolutely everything. Oh my god, she's leaving money on the table, Jackie. I've made Maria. thousands of dollars. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> what did, and so, what did you tell me? I'm so excited to hear. You sold shirts and right. <laughs> <laughs> I should give yeah. you some of my books to sell on the road. <laughs> how it goes. They only weigh 15 um, pounds each. They're pretty nimble. <laughs> I have to say, I still have some pins left, but here's, there was another merch related thing uh, that happened that is insane uh, because I, I haven't brought merch to the last couple of gigs where I opened for her or even my own, just because uh, I've, I haven't wanted to hang out with people right. because of, of COVID and because of um, laziness, schlepping. So, but I, but I brought an extra piece of luggage 
with the two new stand-up shirts, the discontinued D- Dork Forest shirt, and the Meat Shield uh, charity shirt, right? Mm-hmm. So, but I only brought two of each size. And with the so what sizes did you bring? How do you pick? The, did you bring a small and a, a a large or what? Small through double X. So I bring twenty shirts. Okay. So right, two, four, six, uh, small, medium, large, extra. Yeah. So that's ten. So I bring twenty shirt, twenty of each design, except for the the Dork Forest t shirts. I only have to X double XL left. Okay. So I'm like, oh, but when yeah. you when you have this is I'm curious. You have a full selection from small to double XL. Do you bring two of each, or do you just go? People tend to be bigger in this part of the country, so I'm bringing more XLs, or you know what I mean? No, no, I don't do any um, any any body shaming. What what just happened? I'm not, I'm not <laughs> body shaming. I'm just being a dick. I'm just busting here. So uh, no, I bring two of each size: two smalls, mm-hmm. two mediums, two larges, two XLs, two double XLs. Mm-hmm. Um, the dad shirts I'm running low on mediums, so I brought four larges and uh, sold them all. Sold them all. Sold them all. Sold them all. Uh, um, I think I have. I actually have four shirts left, but I don't want to set up. I'm done. Uh, there's one more show tonight. It's Sunday. Yeah. And um, I have two Meat Shield shirts left and two Ranger of the Dork Forest t-shirts left. Uh, feel free to order those on JackieCation.com, by the way, because they're both being discontinued. And I want to donate uh, more money to R- Races Texas or because um, the Meat Shield, I've right. donated over you, 11 grand. Be clear, uh, Races Texas, not Racist Texas. Wow. Uh, I clear, but no, right, right. But, uh, yeah, no. How do you pronounce it again? Raices. It's a, it's an organization that helps, uh, immigrants. Immigrants. Yeah. It's it's legal. Like you said, you want to donate money to races. (laughs) Right. I do not wish, uh, weirdly enough, I have not embraced white supremacism in the last seven days. So, uh, even though I am back in Chicago. <laughs> You're in the Midwest. It's uh remember the last time I was in Chicago was that crazy horrible lady and at Rosemont Zanies. Right, right, right. And yeah. so um this gig, by the way, is so much better than Zanies that I'm, I will I can't, never work Zanies again until they offer it to me. I will not so, <laughs> I will not participate in any slamming of a club that works me. And I can't believe you try to rope me in on that, Jackie. <laughs> Let's talk I'm sure Any gig where Maria's headlining and her crowd is coming is a fucking aw sweet gig. See, what you're saying there is the gig where I'm headlining and they're my audience. They suck. What just happened? Yes. Take it personal. Why would you reel me in? Take that? it personal. At all times. Try to do what you can. <laughs> and um, but it was so it's so beautiful. And um it's been a really fun time. And so I've had a really good time. And then Maria and Scott came and, you know, Scott, Maria's husband, Scott is a fine artist. And so he has spent every day hours at different art museums. Oh, wow. Here in, and because the, you know, the art Institute is gorgeous. And then yes. he went to the museum of Mont- and I believe Maria goes with, she lasts about an hour, hour and a half. Yeah. 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 And which is like me. And then, yeah. um, Today they went to the Folk Art Museum. Uh, Kyle just told me about that there's a there's a nerd museum that has my name written all over it. The Writers Museum? What is it? Woo! The American Writers Museum. Really? Yeah, I may go to that uh, just after this, very briefly, before the last show. Because uh, it's only about six blocks from here, and I have the boot on. Yeah. But oh. um, I, I could take the lift. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm getting an MRI this week. I can't. Yeah. It's been five weeks. It should be, I should be all healthy. Yeah. So you're still in pain. Yeah. It, and the, it hasn't uh, gotten less. It's the same. Oh, it has. It's, it is healing, but it's healing super slow. Right. So I just want to make sure that like one of my tendons isn't wrapped around my ankle or sure. uh, I got a ligament that's uh, waving at, I don't know, Churchill. I don't fucking know, but I, I got to get. Uh, that would be uh, highly unusual since it would be super said. weird. I'm right. writing a book yeah. about Churchill. So, um, well, yeah, that's uh, you got to do that. Yeah. <laughs> but the, so I sold so much merch and then get this. Yeah. So I run out of merch and all the audience members, I'm giving out stickers and stuff. Yeah. And uh, they're ordering stuff online. They're leaving the, the merch table and then order. So I have a bunch of stuff to mail when I get home. Oh, interesting. And so do you have like, um, how are people doing that so quickly? Do you have a link? Like, is your, I know you have your QR codes for your mm-hmm. PayPal and your uh, Venmo, but what, what else do you have that's making it easy for them to start ordering? Well, all the stickers online? now have my website on them. And so they're okay. just literally being very mature about the whole thing and going to JackieGation.com and then the store page wow. and then seeing something they want and ordering it. It's amazing. I have to say, and then, so yesterday before the first show, I get an order for 50 challenge coins. 50. Wow. At $25 a piece. Do you have that many? No. <laughs> uh, I ordered this is 2 years ago when I ordered them, right? A little over Great. 2 years ago. And I ordered 300 of them, which I felt was ambitious. Yeah. But the challenge coins, they're really nice challenge coins, so they're they were $11 each. Yeah. So it's over three grand in merch output. Oh. So I couldn't order a thousand of them. I didn't have 12 grand. Right. right. So, um, so I, then I had to find who I had ordered them from (laughs) so that I could order more. And I did just order more today, but I only have 40. And, um, so I'm going to, and, and the hilarious thing about this is that this, my father predicted this. He is nothing if not when it comes to sales, fucking Nostradamus. Right. Right. Uh, right. Because he goes, what's going to happen is there's going to be sales managers. Who's going to want to give this never say no without a number challenge coin to their sales team. That's what's going to happen. And, uh, just let me know when that happens. And I was like, uh, it happened. I don't have enough coins. Wow. <laughs> the, the, whoever this person is, and they've already paid for them, right? They I paid love that you, you and Roy Woods, you're both making your fathers famous. Roy by just uh, <laughs> using the name Junior and then you with your coin. <laughs> uh, my, my middle name is Elliot Cation Jr. <laughs> so it's Jacqueline Sue Elliot Cation Jr. Cation. <laughs> Um, yeah, so <laughs> that's what's happening, uh, merch wise. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, I just, uh, ordered a bunch of more dead people sucks and, uh, I, I, cause I got a massive credit card bill and I was like, what the fuck? I've been <laughs> hacked. And then I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> writer's guild dues and, uh, that, and, uh, yeah. So then that, that made it all, it all made sense, sadly. Yeah. Yeah, that is. Um, 
I let's see. I when did we talk? We talked after my big NDA night, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you. yeah. And we, then I didn't we, have a actually, set that night, right? And I just right. sort of chilled out, and mm-hmm. uh, then um, left the next day. Just had a, a kind of like instead of like slamming every second full of comedy, I sort of landed the plane. We cruised into. Uh, and now you're back home, right? I am back home. Okay. And um, uh, I had sets this week that were fun, you oh, know, good. little sets all over LA and, uh, you know, tag, coming up with tags, stuff like that. That's it's just a week of perhaps tags and condensing things. I was at um, the improv, not last night, the night before, Friday night. And um, something happened, like I was changing a bit, a little bit like personalizing a little bit more. Yeah. So I, I had, I didn't have the words in my head necessarily I had to be thinking and something happened. And I was like, what was that for a second? And then I just went into the bit without doing a key setup. <laughs> totally <laughs> there. And it wasn't, it wasn't a great crowd. So it wasn't a crowd where you want anything to lay there. Like good shit yeah. was sort of like hard to pump them up, you know? Yeah. So I was like, Ooh, I had to immediately jump into something short too. Right. I did exactly this. I think it was first show. I was so excited to not have any merch to sell because I didn't sell anything mm-hmm. all night last night because I was sold out. Um, oh, no. Second show. Uh, I did the middle of a bit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I said to the audience, I'm so sorry. Uh, here's what you want is not the setup or the punchline, just the middle part. <laughs> and, uh, and, but there was no way to fix it cause I hadn't set it up at all. So I literally yeah. just went to something else. And, yeah. um, I, I feel like that audience was more cool with it than I felt like the, like the, <laughs> like it, it, the Friday night late show, it just felt like hot people were out on dates, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. they were disturbed. <laughs> They were just like restless. They've just felt like restless. (laughs) Um, This isn't enough for me. I know I was wearing a sweater. I had, I had a, to quote Kyle uh, Clark, I had big auntie energy. (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah. Wearing a, wearing a, 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 an open sweater cardigan <laughs> that I bought that is just okay, by the way. Don't know if I can, don't know if I can keep wearing it. Um, but I don't have, I don't have any sets coming up. Um, so I have, I have good news about my special. Yay. Uh, it is cause we know, and I'm just going to say the things that I've done wrong because okay. people should learn from the things that I have done wrong. Okay. I sent an email to the production company and burned the bridge to the Wanda Sykes people, right? I don't understand why that bridge was burned, but it, I guess it was. Right, because um, you saw the email and it was, but it was clearly, I I was insensitive in some way, shape or form and uh, and it was, and it was destroyed. Uh, in the last week. I feel like every, anyone who knows you knows your int- what your intentions are good you know, and if you if you worded something clumsily, it wasn't you know intentional, and it was not intentional. You know, English is your second language. You are an Armenian native speaker. So. My first language was baby talk. <laughs> so, um, but then, so, and, and in the last week, I feel like either me or the lawyer with with the typos uh, 
sort of burn the comedy dynamics thing. Uh-oh. And, um, and that's fine too. Cause I don't know what I'm, I don't know what I'm doing. All I know is here's what I wanted. I wanted HBO to go, we'd like to produce this thing for you. And here's uh, $75 million. Uh, so everything <laughs> short of that is, is where I come in and I'm supposed to create $75 million by myself. And uh, I have not done that. Mm-hmm. So instead, 800 Pound Gorilla is going to release it. And we're oh. going to make some money. And we're going to okay. make some money together. And we're going to make some money um and I'm always going to have own the rights to it. Cool. So we're just going to leave it at that. And we're going to, okay. and, and so I think we're going to make the same amount of money that I would have made from comedy dynamics, which I understand was actually a pretty fair amount of money in, in the, uh, I've, I've talked to several people yeah. and they said that what comedy dynamics offered me was actually a fair amount of money for the product, which is not a lot of interstitially stuff, no biography, just right. a, a, a straight up stand up set in a comedy club kind of thing. Right. So, uh, to remind you, it's just, it's just that. Well, do, I guess, do people, uh, want standup specials anymore? If they, if they don't, if they want all this extra shit, then maybe, maybe they don't want to, you know what? And maybe standup should be a scene live ideally and not watched on special and be listened to when you're driving. And maybe, maybe watching a special isn't, I, I've never thought it was the best. You're always one layer removed from the, yes. the excitement of it. So yep. I don't know. But We've talked about that. Is that I, and I agree. I think obviously the best way to see standup is live. Mm-hmm. And then the second best way to see it or, or listen to it is to listen to it. Yes. 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 To consume it as they say now. Right. Yes. Uh, but just. Just audio. And then the next way to do it would be to watch it on television. And the worst way to do it would be to watch it nested inside a a Law & Order episode. Yeah, portrayed on television. The worst way to watch it portrayed. You know what I mean? Entirely. Yes. Um, Boo. So, but that's that's That's, in November. Yeah. That's cool. Mm Mm-hmm. That's cool. We're just going to do it. And then they, they're also talking to me about moving the dork forest over there. Oh, but quite honestly, my advertiser, uh, my, the advertising company that I work with, uh, on the dork forest gets me really good rates. And I don't know that the, the, the laugh button can match that. Mm. I know max fun can't, uh, but, and it's fine, but, uh, I'm loath to, because I, first of all, the other thing about this this advertising company in Boston, they're willing to do most of the work. Like all I have to do is pitch, nice, and 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 get free stuff. Yeah, and um, and then I and then I make some money. Yeah, <laughs> and and the, and the money is better than it is for other stuff. But what what Laugh Button wants to do, I don't know if Max Fun does. Max Fun do that Art Nineteen thing where they 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 put uh little ticks for old episodes i don't believe so okay because that's the future of advertising is if someone's listening to an old episode of the dork forest or anything um the new ad gets inserted into it oh I and i remember when matt belknap first uh you know told me about that yeah. and it was probably six eight years ago so yeah. never not funny's been doing it forever so um I, I, I feel like 
What? Those guys are smart. Yeah. Specials cost comedians so much money. And mm-hmm. if you're not guaranteed a payout, it's just how, how can people keep affording to do that? You know, it's really uh, like I, I what I made, what I spent on uh, my dad's special, I was paid back. Right. That's it. So I broke even on it. Yep. And that and that was the forward, right? And then it reverted back to you. You currently own that, right? Yeah, I do with um with Chris Italia and a couple other people. We co-own okay. it because they produced it, and so uh, they're we're putting it up on Amazon. I guess it's going through clearances of Amazon right now. So maybe there's more income, but I I doubt it really. So. You know, I just like, it's unbelievable that you can do all that work and break even. And it's even worse that you can do all that work and pay out that money and lose the money. It's unbelievable. Like, yeah, especially when Netflix has $20 million for one special and you've got other comics like yourself who have great material and great stuff are going to be negative a little bit unless, Mm -hmm. you know. It, uh, I know. It's just disgusting. I know, but the, there have been, but I will say this is there are super fans who have donated a fair amount of money to the production of that. Right. That's cool. And I mean, but you, sh- you know, I, you know, you, you, I want the, so industry we're, we're all just, shit. we're looking for patrons, you know, we're, right. we're Italian artists looking for a, a duchess to fund ours. You know, it's just mm-hmm. crazy, I guess. Yeah. So it's so, dependent on the kind of strangers uh, carmen morales is like because i wanted uh i asked her to sort of make a poster or an image for instagram for me yeah uh which looked like a tour t-shirt yeah with staycation on the front with some of the the jeffrey tice art yeah and then on the back the tour dates and then it would just be an image so that it was essentially an interesting way to do uh, hey, guess what? I have some dates coming up right, right, uh, right, after right. the staycation thing is released. And um, she's like, well, you should do that T-shirt for the super fans. And I'm like, I don't want to. Uh, <laughs> it's so much work for me to produce T-shirts and mail them out. But I was thinking two things. Either I could do a cafe press kind of thing. Yeah. Where I just, but that's relatively expensive. Um, and you don't get much money because they do most of the work. Well, yeah. And uh, I wouldn't get any money. I would have, oh. cause it would just be for the people who have given me, you know, a, a fair amount of money that. Oh, I see. Oh, I was right? like a gift. A reward. Yeah. It would be a yes. gift. And, uh, and so the other, the other option, I just recorded the dork forest with Caitlin Gill. Former comic of the week, Caitlin Gill, who is not doing stand-up right now, has moved to the desert. Like a whole deserty kind of Joshua Tree business and is screen printing shirts. And has started a business called Guarantee Shirts. Get it? Yes. Um and get yeah. it part of the, name of the company. <laughs> nope, I added that myself. I'm always writing but i'm I'm, but she does fulfillment for stuff like that so i'm thinking of just giving her the art and a list of people to send them to yeah and paying her because she could use the money and she'll do a nice job and it'll be like that wasn't she lived with bobcat for a while right 
Yeah, but they were just friends. Obviously. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, so she moved to the desert. Yep. And uh that's interesting. We'll see. You know, I mean, that's a fantasy to quit all this and live <laughs> near cactus. It really is at night. Yeah. I don't want to be in the desert during the day. Right. Um Yeah. Hmm. It um yeah, I don't scorpions, God knows. So um well, I was uh, this weekend, big water polo weekend, mm-hmm. lot of, uh, lot of waking up early and, uh, we, and we hauling ass hours into horrendous the driving out yeah. like two over two hours on a Friday afternoon. Remember going to Claremont flappers and you'd have a sad <laughs> show. Yeah. Okay. Now it's worse than that. It's like an hour past that. And Ooh. Oh my God. Awful. awful. Mm-hmm. Um, so two two days of that. That was Friday afternoon, and then Saturday was a little. The drive was easier, but it it was still going out to that part of California that's got a higher elevation. You're closer to the mountains. Mm-hmm. It's boiling hot, and no one seems to plant trees out there. It's just fucking blue sky everywhere. Like I was like, put a pine tree. Like why aren't you growing <laughs> things here? You hang hang a painting. What is happening on this earth? <laughs> and, uh, so it was fun. It was highs and lows, and um, we have a big crosstown rival meet on Wednesday. And, Very cool. Uh, so we we played that team yesterday, and uh, mm-hmm. we lost. But we're also missing some players whose parents uh, absolutely <laughs> refused to drive, I guess, or whatever, and. Um, and then one there was no got, like punched in the eye that the day before, so he couldn't come, and it got pretty violent. We, you know, there's some not yeah, cool. Gross. Yeah, um, yeah, but, uh, yeah. That uh, that crazy thing you posted that that I saw with the woman on the on the air, airline. Oh my god! Yeah, the woman, she brought her own she, mic. She, I'm telling, she had a, a headset which a lot of yoga instructors wear and talk in. I'm telling you that woman was a yoga instructor. I would bet every, every dollar I have. And, uh, and plus she was really fit and she, she had a dog. I was like, she's checked every box as far as and I she talked go. about how great, how fit she was, how good looking she was. And yeah. which is a classic yoga instructor, yes. not the good ones. Okay. So yeah, that was, but somebody was trying to watch School of Rock. That's who I felt bad for. <laughs> um, yeah, I saw that. I, saw that. I, I was like, I hey, man. It was a JetBlue flight. Oh, I wish that would happen on one of my flights. I'm, I'm so ready. Uh, I love that whoever posted that on TikTok was like, I bought Wi-Fi so we could post this. <laughs> um, hey, let's take a break. Okay. Hey there, I'm Ellen Weatherford. And I'm Christian Weatherford. And we've got big feelings about animals that we just got to share. On Just the Zoo of Us, your new favorite animal review podcast, we're here to critically evaluate how each animal excels and how it doesn't, rating them out of 10 on their effectiveness, ingenuity, and aesthetics. Guest experts give you their takes informed by actual real-life experiences studying and working with very cool animals like sharks, cheetahs, and sea turtles. It's a field trip to the zoo for your ears. So if you or your kids have ever wondered if a pigeon can count, why sloths move so slow, or how a spider sees the world, find out with us every Wednesday on Just the Zoo of Us, which can now be found in its natural habitat on MaximumFun.org. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.
Jackie Cation, and I'm gonna do an ad. Yeah, I am. Yeah, I am. Hi, uh, I'm Jackie Cation, and I need a haircut, but this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Uh, everybody, you get your car tuned up you to prevent bigger issues. You get annual checkups and you go to the gym. Other people go to the gym uh, to, for physical <laughs> wellness and prevent injury and disease. Uh, go to therapy is what I'm saying. How about, the, how about we cut right to the chase here? Going yeah. to therapy is like all of that. It's routine maintenance for your mental and emotional wellness to, to prevent bigger issues down the road. Therapy doesn't mean something's wrong with you. It means you're investing in yourself to, and keeping your mind healthy. You got to bleed stuff off, man. We all have a lot of stress and a lot of anxiety. And if you let it build up and you don't bleed it off, it is, it's not good. And better help is a way to do that. It's customized online therapy. It offers video, phone, and even chat sessions, like live chat sessions, with your therapist so you don't have to see anyone on camera uh, if you don't want to, so you can do audio. Uh, it's It can be more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Uh, why invest in everything else and not your mind and emotional sobriety or, or emotional you know, well-being. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and the Jackie and Lori Show listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash Jackie Lori. That's BetterHelp, B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P, uh, betterhelp.com slash Jackie Lori. Jackie, my only concern is people get so much help from BetterHelp that they no longer need to listen to this podcast. <laughs> my only concern. You also need to listen to us. <laughs> so get go to BetterHelp.com slash Jackie Laurie and just, yeah, it, it's, it's good. Don't let it build up. Get some help. Talk to somebody. Guys. Your style isn't one size fits all. So why not shop at a store that is personalized to your size and your style? Okay. Introducing Stitch Fix Freestyle, a shop built just for you. Stitch Fix Freestyle is your trusted style destination where you can discover and instantly buy curated items based on your style, your likes, your lifestyle. Whether you're looking for a brand you love or you just want to try a new one at Stitch Fix Freestyle, you can shop hundreds of brands personalized to your size and fit. So try Stitch Fix Freestyle today by filling Stitch out your Fix. style quiz at stitchfix.com slash Jackie Laurie. And let's also uh, do comic of the week. Yes. Um, okay. So our comic of the week is Brandy Bryant. Brandy um, Bryant, who you sent yeah. me a clips of uh, a different clips of, and she's hilarious. Yeah, she is. Mm -hmm. And uh, there was she's uh, out of Denver. Well, the clip was from Denver. I don't know if she's out of Denver. I think okay. she might be. We all use Virginia. clips from Denver. Pardon me? <laughs> I said we, we all, all use clips, clips from Denver. <laughs> oh, wow. Not me, because I've never worked that club. You should try it. It's oh, great. Yeah, you go shut to up, Collins. Kyle. You're going to Fort Collins. <laughs> <laughs> Where's your name in the title, Kyle? I don't see it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it will all be at the comedy, uh, the comedy fort in uh, Fort Collins. So that's yes. fine. I'm happy. I have a club I work in the Denver that's area. That's right. But uh, no, Brandy Bryant was very funny. Yeah. She um, posted some jokes in retaliation or in response to uh, Chappelle's special 
Right. Uh, she's trans and there were really funny jokes. And then we watched a clip and she's got some just, just funny material and she's a good comic and uh, you guys should check her out. Brandy, okay. B-R-A-N-D-Y. What's her, what's her, um, her Twitter? Yeah. It's her Twitter somebody... is ink masturbator. Yes. Ink masturbator. She yeah, writes her own material, you guys. Guys, yeah. you don't need to ask any questions. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think she's also a tattoo artist. So right, so she has. I believe uh, her, and I believe her. Her TikTok is Brandy Tats. Okay, so um, she yeah, she, she was she great. I spell masturbate right. A lot of people don't spell it correctly. It's so hard. Not me. I said hard. Anyway. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Here's my point. She's very funny. <laughs> were you now? Were, have you been, you know, uh, watching on the sidelines the Chappelle, the fallout? I saw some. I saw some of it. Somebody, uh, I forget who made the point that the biggest problem was that he thinks that all trans women are white. Uh, yeah, or and all gay gay people are white. Yeah, just right. He's he, he's like that. Yeah. That it's really just he's mad at white people in general, and it just happens to bleed into white trans and white gay people, and then it just uh, falls apart because and which and and again, I would who say knows that, why? Who knows why? You know, no I don't one knows know why. Yeah. But and 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 I think somebody else said that that bit was on his last special as a bonus track as an extra. <laughs> well, I don't want to come come out against anyone, you know, reusing old material, especially oh. when I, as I go out this fall. You know, but, uh, <laughs> no, are you kidding? No, I'm all for it. But, uh, but cause remember my theory though, was that it wasn't done, that the bit wasn't done. Yeah. I you mean, said that the bit was done. And I think you were correct because it was, if it certainly, if it was an extra a year ago, yes. but he has to churn out all this material. I don't think he has writers. No. And you can't, you know, I mean, there's so many, so many issues, but just, just to, um, you know, guarantee a new hour of material in a year where you're hardly allowed to perform. I mean, it's, it's, I would say you need five years to come up with an hour, you know, at some point in your development, you know, your voice a little bit more and stuff. Yeah. I like three. I like a nice three, three years in between albums. Yeah. I don't even know that I could do three, but maybe, I don't know. We'll see, you know, but, um, but yeah, it takes a long time to write, an hour of good material because you're that means you're dumping an hour of bad material like it's not like oh every idea is gold like one in three actually turns into a joke you you like a year later you know yeah and there's plenty of material that i didn't do on this new album that i'm gonna keep working on i think Mm -hmm. i've decided uh just because i've been watching maria and she is doing this thing about the Harvard Lampoon that I was with her when we were at the Harvard Lampoon. Yeah. And this weird hazing thing that we both went through that neither one of us said, this is horrible. We should leave. Instead, we allowed ourselves to be locked in a basement while people with masks made some sort of decision about us. Uh, but she's been trying to work this into a bit for it. I think it happened four years ago. Right, right, right. And it's finally tight and funny and it makes sense and it and it's yeah. all good. And um so I think that there's you know you, everything doesn't go some some things take years. Oh they do. I mean that long stuff. Yeah, and then when you have it all together, you're like, "Oh, of course this makes 100% sense." But it's like, do you know how many 
how much shit I had to shave away from this. You have no idea, you know, right. The iteration to other iterations, you'd be like, why would you even go down that road for a joke? Much less three minutes of this thing, (laughs) right? Three minutes of this that you've been working on for two and a half years. And finally it looks like something real. And so, so with, so yeah. So, you know, whatever, I don't know what, I don't know what he's, you know, I, I didn't really laugh too much during his special. There's some funny things earlier on and he, his delivery is really, his delivery is always going to be funny. He's, Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, the, the guys, everyone, we all have the chops to even make normal stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe could Jackie and I get a little respect for not using our chops for shitty material? Exactly. Please. I could do, I could do fucking. Yeah. Stop focusing on the comics using their gifts for shit and focus (laughs) on us who are using our gifts for less shit. I don't, I want to say it's gold, but it's less shitty. Uh, we are, you were right. We are not milking the goodwill of the audience. Uh, though that, that's my greatest thing when, when you go up and the, and the feature or the MC has milked all of the goodwill from the audience. You're like, yeah. I might've needed some of that. <laughs> if you could have left some of that goodwill, that would have been great, but I get it. I, I swear to do. God, I'm, I, I'm going to have to remember when I'm out on road dates to, talk to the features about, uh, just mention, well, usually I never have any restrictions, you know, because yeah. I'm assuming we're all, we have base level, good comedy skills. Yeah. But, uh, you know, not much crowd work, please. Right. Cause you, you, you kind of want to, first of all, you might need it. And second of all, um, you like doing it. I like doing it. And also I don't want to go up and the entire audience knows the social security numbers of the other audience members. And I feel like I'm at a, a private function now, you know? Right. I, I don't like I, I want to find that out on stage. And also, if you're just doing 25 minutes, why are you wasting time? Like that, th- those are precious minutes unless you, it goes directly into a bit, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't, I wouldn't, that's what, I, and even when I do spots like, here in 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 new york i'm like i only have 15 minutes and i don't really do much crowd work at all like right because i i have shit to work out to, yeah. so that when i go out on the road to do 50 minutes yeah. you know i have a few more extra jokes you know i so anyway i don't know you're correct yeah i and, and i i don't i usually don't like it because i don't like to encourage the audience to talk I'm like, I have a lot of material to get through, especially when I'm opening for uh, Maria or Brian Regan, where I only have 15 to 25, uh, 20 to 25 minutes to do yeah, it. You would never do that in front of those guys anyway, right. even if you liked it, you know? Right, right. Even if I liked it, I wouldn't do it just because uh, I, I don't need to. Somebody, there was, I think it was first show last night, some guy yelled out something right away and I was like, oh no, sir. Oh no. And, uh, <laughs> we can talk after the show, but until then, one of Maria's, uh, one of Maria's lines that she used to do, uh, with the audience, she was like, Oh, you want to be in the show? I'm going to cast you as the tiny mute girl and action. <laughs> and it was so freaking funny. It made me laugh. That's great. Oh, um, I don't have any sets. I don't have any sets this upcoming two weeks before I go out again. I will start to trickle in. 
Yeah. Um, there was, I guess, uh, someone on Twitter screen took a screenshot. Like Hannah Gadsby, she responded to Ted Sarandos, I think, is the CEO of uh, Netflix, right? Okay. Or whatever. The uh, Reed Hastings is the. I don't know. I, who cares? Who's in charge, right? So Ted Sarandos came out very much in charge of like quotes free speech, you know. Dave oh, because of the he, Chappelle thing? Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 right. And, uh, it, you know, it's like, it's so funny how these, I mean, maybe none of us are aware of how we come off. I'm sure none of us are. But he clearly thought what he was saying was a good idea for a, a white male to say. But, you know, it's like, dude, no, no, no. And um, uh, and then Hannah Gadsby um you know, responded like she, you know, she didn't get nearly enough money for her special. When you compare it to, if you compare it success wise, yeah, you know, she probably got a very minimal amount for the first one for Nanette for sure. And, yeah. and it just exploded versus, you know, but you don't get, if, if like her Nanette gets more than Chappelle's closer, she doesn't get extra money. It's just like, right. oh, they bought some, his cost 20 million, hers costs uh, 200,000 what a win right mm -hmm. so maybe they paid more for douglas but i don't think douglas did as well as nanette that was her second special so mm -hmm. hopefully she got her money somehow you know but i'm sure she did and she you know touring and stuff like that she but no one but you know you still you're still working for that money if you're touring versus oh, yeah. chappelle was just given like six was he some ungodly amount of money ungodly that, Yes, literally on to yeah. beyond right so um island buying money right <laughs> so um you know squid even though she's money. on the upper squid echelons game money. Yeah, what? <laughs> squid game money squid yes. game money yes so she's in the upper echelons of touring comics for sure if she ever wants to go out and just do a set any place she could just rake in the money but she's not no as but even that's way under what Chappelle was making at least for its specials and stuff so she kind of was like, yeah, you know, uh, fuck you, Ted, <laughs> to <laughs> Netflix. And I get so much shit at, from his fans when you release something like this, you know, mm -hmm. which, uh, you know, I'm sure she does. And that sucks, you know. And, yeah. then, and then Michelle Wolf, who's like friends with Chappelle, gets into her comments and starts go going after her. It was like, wow, this is. This is fascinating to watch, you know? Yeah, I'm so glad I'm only watching it. <laughs> I, know, I don't want the drama. Like, I, I you know, if the, every comic's going to have an audience, they just are. And it's been from when we started. I mean, it's weird, like, pe you know, people are angry at certain at material, but it's like, okay, but I've seen so much worse than this. Yeah. I, for, for my entire career. Yeah. You know, well, did you see what the Zucker you know, brothers... What? Did you see what one of the Zucker brothers, he was all oh, whiny about airplane? Yeah, I did see that. I didn't read the whole article because I feel like that those those brothers complain every five years about cancel culture. <laughs> well, and Paul F. Tompkins had a great tweet about how it just, there's no way that you can expect, and, and that the gist of it is that you can't expect a 40 or 50 year old, 50 year career for things to to last, to last, right? For everything to right to, to resonate forever, right? You haven't written the definitive joke for every joke. Yeah, I mean, forty five years ago, yeah, right. And things that reflect 
current times are always going to age poorly, whether it's comedy or just any movie, you know, there's yeah. those movies you watch now and you're like, mm. trouble. Um, but you know, yeah. like a statue that lives forever, I guess, you know, a marble oh, statue. It's always uh, a, a statue of Robert E. Lee. That doesn't, that doesn't hold up either. <laughs> I'm talking to Greeks, oh. uh, you know, I'm, but oh. I mean, there's some stuff that it's just, or, okay. or, you know, painting, yeah. right. Like that, that can last forever, but something that's reflecting that the moment of the time and requires you to be participating in culture at that time to understand it, whether it's language or how we treat certain, you know, how certain groups are treated. I would say it's the same with paintings and, and, and statues too. I don't think any art that's created in the moment uh, can expect especially if it's, if it has some sort of sociopolitical kind of angle to it, it could be, did you ever see that statue of Teddy Roosevelt? Uh, in front of the with, museum of modern, uh, yeah, natural history, uh, natural yeah. history. And yes, the, yeah. the, 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 essentially yeah. they're two slaves looking up at him adoringly. And you're like, no nope. Americans, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought, it, no, I thought it was okay. Really? Different. No, That's yeah. Native they're native Americans. Oh, they're native. Amer Whatever it is. It isn't okay. And uh, I was like, this doesn't, he wouldn't, you're going to want to take a, 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 a welding, just kind of. Well, uh, yes. Okay. So, but that's, that to me. That's so I think it's all, I think it's, it, it, it's all I bad. It's great. Cause that's not a work of art in my opinion. That's a, it's a sculpture of a guy, of a president or a, a person that's, that was a real person. Done by an artist. Wait, hold on. I'm just saying like, like, uh, as, and I don't, I don't, I have no classical art background. I'm just saying what I've seen in museums where it's just a Greek statue of a woman like that, that lives forever because it's a woman and w women we live. We don't know who know. she was. We don't she know who she was. Bitch. She could have been the worst. <laughs> Imagine. It would be just like you to impugn the character of a headless, armless woman in the British Museum. <laughs> You're talking about the Venus. Okay, fine. I Let's don't know. take a break and never talk of this again. <laughs> I'm Lisa Hannawalt. And I'm Emily Heller. Nine years ago, we started a podcast to try and learn something new every episode. Things have gone a little off the rails since then. <laughs> Tune in to hear about low stakes neighborhood drama, gardening, the sordid, nasty underbelly of the horse girl lifestyle, hot sauce, addiction to TV and sweaty takes on celebrity culture, and the weirdest, grossest stuff you can find on wikipedia.org. We'll read all of it no matter how gross. <laughs> There's something for everyone on our podcast, Baby Geniuses, hosted by us, two horny adult idiots. Hang out with us as we try and fail to retain any knowledge at all. Every other week on Maximum Fun. So yeah, so, you know, it, uh, comedy, again, always in the news. And um, it's just, it's just, uh, it's just, it's a, it's weird to see Chappelle go down whatever path he's going down. You know? Yeah. And it, and it might not even be, he might just be, he, he might come. I mean, Dave Chappelle is fine to some extent, but right? Isn't, isn't, it, isn't it weird how, like you and I are, we're a couple years older than him. Not many, like a couple years older, right? I think, yeah, I think he's in his early fifties, right? Yeah. And, um, I don't know. I don't think we're wealthy or successful enough to go down a bad path. You know, <laughs> the fact that. We, right. we still have to keep pleasing modern audiences that that accidentally come to our shows instead of being able to charge a fan $200 to come to a show. 
kind yeah. of keeps us a little more honest, I think, you mm-hmm. know, I don't know. Oh my God. He's actually in his late forties. What? Wow. He was born in 73. Okay. He, okay. uh, he's a shitty looking late forties. <laughs> um, Hey Dave, never go out with me. What? He's uh, not listening. It's fine. I'm not participating in this. Yeah, again, you are not participating in whatever hole I'm digging. And because here's the thing about Dave Chappelle. He's a great comic and he is he is a a a, a 45 or you know, 48-year-old black 40, man yeah. with his own perspective and his own you know the things that he's gone through yeah right that we haven't so I, so I we have not i feel like well i don't like when i when there's a part when he he actually calls himself the goat you know and yeah. i'm like hmm are are you supposed to call yourself like that seems like something <laughs> someone else calls you but you right. know what right. is do if you are not a white man um do you have to go to extra lengths to call attention to how good you are at something, which I think maybe we can weigh in on too, because society is, is primed to ignore you. And maybe you right. do. I don't know. I don't know if, if it's bragging or just going, Hey, you're not going to call me this. So I will just to get my, your attention. Although in his case, everyone does call him that. So I don't know. <laughs> right. like, a lot of people do think he is the greatest of all time. I think yeah. he's a really good comic. Um, uh, from what I've seen, he is not my favorite comic, but stand-up comedy is so subjective Yes, that yeah. it doesn't even matter yeah. whether I, you know, but I, I have empathy for where like he comes from because of, of his history. And, but I also think he could have some empathy for, for, uh, everybody else, obviously. I mean, we're yeah. all just people obviously that that have to have empathy for the thing we're not yeah and um and i think he mostly does but but it's so i mean it's really not that easy um to what i I actually wrote something down what was it oh the learning curve i was i was thinking about that bit that i do Mm -hmm. because i was talking to somebody and i said oh it was a really good friend of mine and i said yeah, that's actually racist. How could and how could you not know that? And he said, "How could I know that? I was raised by idiots. I appreciate you telling me it because mm-hmm. I was surrounded by people who thought that that was okay. And I need to learn all of these things because I think that I'm doing okay, and I am mostly, but not entirely, doing okay." So the learning curve is real, I think, because we're all in our own little fish bowls. Yeah. And you have to be able to be teachable. I would love it if Chappelle were teachable is what I'm saying, I guess. I'd love it if I were teachable. Jesus. Well, here's my, yeah, my, uh, I also feel like it doesn't, you know, when, when, like the fact that he smokes inside a comedy club and he's the only one that's allowed to, that's not, that's not good for him either. Nope. Because now just even the basic rules don't apply to you, you know, and I don't think that's good for any person to have that kind of leeway, actually. Bobby Lee yelled from the, the balcony in the improv. Could I vape up here? Can I smoke up here? And uh, and somebody said, yeah, go for it. And I was like, no, uh, because I'm wait, boss. Wait, wait he, why was he in the 
in the balcony in the improv uh, you know, in the, in the, in the bar area, you can go upstairs. Yeah. That's kind of the green room. Oh, oh, we're, oh, oh, oh. I thought you meant like one of the other improvs. Oh, the, oh no. Melbourne. Yeah. Hollywood, Hollywood improv. Oh. And he's like, I can smoke up here, right? Nobody's up here. And somebody goes, yeah, go for it. And I'm like, no, what are you doing? <laughs> well, is va- I don't know. Is vape? And I don't even know. I, I can't remember if it was vaping. And obviously I don't want to be, I don't want to be a pomegranate mist to also shake itself down and cover me. Um, <laughs> I know. I just don't want stuff spewing out of your mouth. Actually, like, I know you're going to breathe anyway, but the fact that you're sending it to me in, you know, in a pomegranate mist, as you say, is, is not exciting to me. <laughs> no, it doesn't feel positive. <laughs> I don't have, there's not enough boosters in the world for me to <laughs> take in all those aerosols from you. Yeah. I want to get that booster. Do you hear there's going to be a Moderna? I'm very excited. I'm a Moderna myself. Yep. So yeah. I'm, I, I, I got a, I'm almost in November. I'm due. So my there's, next, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. No, but there is that ethical thing of, you know, many people in other countries haven't even had one shot. Yeah. And we who want it are going to be able to get three, mm-hmm. you know, and part of me is like, okay, yeah, that's bad, but I don't want to fucking get COVID. So, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. I, like I'm going to get the third one if, if it's at all possible. Right. Cause they're here. And that's the other part of it. Cause yeah. uh, you're just but like, all right, here because we're demanding it. Yep. Yeah. But it's you actually else's fault, not mine and yours. That's yeah, I, I don't know how to fix it either. So I'm just going to tell you, I have a set at the Dynasty Typewriter. The, my first set that is booked next is October 30th, with which feels not enough. Um, get, you're, you're there has to be more sets before that. Anyway, I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm back on Friday the 22nd and the improv on Friday the 22nd. I'm going to Acme November 4 to 6 for their 30th anniversary in Minneapolis. Oh, fun. fun. I and will be good. back in New York on November 20th. Saturday. And then the following weekend, I'm at the Creek and Cave in Austin, the oh, right. Friday, Saturday, Sunday after Thanksgiving. If you're in Austin, please come to the shows. Yeah. Just come to one show. You don't have to come to all. I'm in Lowell, Arkansas the weekend after Thanksgiving. Please, if you're in Arkansas, come to Lowell, Arkansas and be <laughs> of some support. Sure, sure. And uh, uh, get and that booster, Jackie. You got to get yeah. that booster. And then I'm doing Seattle in December, um, just a theater in Seattle, and then Milwaukee in, in December. Well, if we're doing December dates, yeah. yeah. And third and fourth, I'm at the Comedy Fort in Fort Collins. Finally, then, the yeah. tape from Denver, the Denver yes. area. Because as I've said, and I will say in a promo video, the other club doesn't works me. I would love to works. <laughs> I, I don't club, but they don't works me. You know who does works me? The comedy uh, in Fort Collins. I know I it's can't. an hour away. Guess what else is an hour? An episode of the Jackie and Lori show. Back in drive, done? Denver. Ooh. Oh my God, that would have been evening. perfect out. <laughs> and then uh, New Year's Eve, I'm at uh, the uh, Vermont uh, Burlington Comedy Club in Vermont. And then the week before that, I'll just be in New York uh, doing. They're stuff. not booking me. Vermont's not booking me. I've asked them four times. And now, now I sound like a crazy lady. So I'm not. Uh, I have okay. You know what? It's the end. Of, it's the tail end of this, this episode. And this is when we air our grievances. <laughs> I made a first class error. I tried to use points to up, uh, to up, um, upgrade myself to first class. Yeah. And I did it on the shortest 
leg. I didn't oh, really no. look at which one they offered it to me. I was like, can I have my 10,000 frequent flyer miles back? I don't believe I can. And oh, wow. um, <clears throat> so, so still with Delta. Oh yeah, it's Delta. Delta Jet from Blue. Seattle. Jet from start. Oh, go ahead. From Seattle to LAX tomorrow. Yeah. JetBlue uh, has a business card, and uh, so I'm uh, I'm pulling out. I was using I forgot I was using. Uh, maybe I shouldn't announce which card I was using, <laughs> but I was using one that was like throwing all my business uh, purchases, all those miles associated with JetBlue, and they stopped. I guess JetBlue uh, discontinued their uh, uh, partner affiliation because they started their own card. Yep, um, I'm all in on JetBlue, Jackie. You know, I don't. I yeah. can't, uh, I can't switch over to Delta, and I apologize. Well, it's because JetBlue has a direct from Burbank to New York, right? Yeah, and two now, two a day. Oh my gosh! Yeah, you don't. There's no reason. You got to go with the with the airline that that matters. I'm worried about um, Southwest. Did they fold? Did they say that their pilots could not be vaccinated? Uh, no, no. They even though their CEO said that he's against the mandate, they, they are mandated. I think that might be a federal federal thing anyway, but. Um, <clears throat> But I don't know that that was a that was a vaccine sick out. I think they actually, you know what? I'm not really sure, so I shouldn't say anything. But yeah, um, I'm pretty sure it was actually. Really? And I don't have all the information, but I'm willing to say I'm pretty sure it was. <laughs> all right, let's have a debate based on our lack of information, <laughs> but our opinions. And finally, the real purpose of the Jackie and Lori show—a uh, <laughs> debate without with just opinions. My, um, uh, so I, Cheryl, my friend Cheryl and I, we. Uh, we put together this idea, right? And so we taped it where she was, she interviewed um, oh, yeah. a writer, a very, very, really well-respected writer and stuff like that. So now, Kurt now, we're, now we're at the, we have to listen to a part and uh, oh, we've both gone AWOL. <laughs> <laughs> you really do need someone, a producer to uh, jump in and say, what we're oh my doing. God, that is so classic. Uh, yeah, you got to listen to it. If if what, what do you need to listen to it for? Do you want to edit it or something? Just, yeah, we want to edit it and just um, you know, the, and and then we want to add a few elements based on like things that uh, we forgot to do or ask or something like that. It was the first one, and I kind of wanted to just see how it how it went. You know, you know, younger comics uh, love to transcribe things for money. So uh, what you could do is you could just get a transcription of it and then you could sort of get an eyeball of what it looked like. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Instead of having to listen to it. I think it's more of a listen though for a podcast to see how it's uh, vocal tones and stuff like that. I'm not sure it's a. Uh, right. A the, okay. Then uh, I take it back and just fucking listen to it. <laughs> That. Is that helpful? Is that helpful? What a life coach you are. <laughs> Do your job. Uh, allow me to get a headphone and tell you uh, <laughs> that the reason that the pandemic happened is because my dog is my God. <laughs> Did you? That part of the thing was so freaking funny. The clip of the woman freaking out on an airplane. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. on the airplane. And, uh, I loved how that the flight attendant approached with cuffs, those like flex wrist cuffs. Oh, that awesome. was great. She's like, you're going to cuff me. I'm too good looking. You know what? And I'm like, I'm an I, I, I've become anti-cop and pro flight attendants. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh my God. Fund flight so attendants. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, if, uh, Maria's doing this joke about uh, wh- how cops should have to dress, and I don't want to give it away, but it's so freaking funny. Oh, my God. And, um, I love it. Is, it is such a good bit. And what... Uh, yeah, I don't know. What do you got? What do you the rest of this day? I might go to the Writers Museum here in Chicago hmm. and then uh, try to find uh, some sort of food because all I've eaten today is a piece of pumpkin bread and then a pumpkin donut. Because I've after four days here, I found that there's a Dunkin' Donuts right by this hotel. Yeah, I'm I've uh, had a giant coffee and pumpkin related pastries. <laughs> I am not driving today. This is my first day of not driving a lot. I am working on a little writing assignment that um, so I'm kind of going in and out and mulling that over in my head and walk, writing and then walking away from it. And a uh, family dinner tonight. Nice. Uh, you know, no set, chilling out with the uh, chilling out, I guess. You know, I'm still in a robe. It's one o'clock. I'm braless in a robe. And uh, that's the way I like to be. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.